1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.
2: We are back, ladies and gentlemen, 949, now 11 minutes till 10 o'clock. Yeah, um, have we gotten any guesses as to what that liquor store might be called?
3: Um, Chrissy wrote in, You said, uh, she said Buckeye Liquor.
2: No, it wasn't that.
3: Uh, but that's about it right now.
2: Okay, I I really wish I could remember the name of the liquor store, because it was was an interesting name, let me put it that way. Correct? Very quickly checking in. uh, We've got a guest coming up in a couple minutes. Matthew Perry, the latest updates. There's a weird rumor going around that Lisa Kudrow is adopting Matthew Perry's dog, but it can't be true because Matthew didn't even have a dog at the time of his death. So, why would you bring it up?
3: That is the weird, because I even heard that rumor.
2: Oh, did you really?
3: Yes!
2: Apparently it's not true. He did have a doodle mix named Alfred with his ex-fiancee, Molly Hurwitz, but she took it when they split in 2021. Law enforcement sources say Matthew couldn't have been in his hot tub very long before his assistant found him because his body wasn't waterlogged when first responders showed up. It makes you wonder if Matthew hadn't sent his assistant off on an errand. Maybe he would have been there to save him and Matthew would still be with us. I suppose it's probably true. Mm-hmm. In a 2004 interview with Jennifer Aniston, uh, going viral because she cried at the thought of losing Matthew. Oh Jesus! Yeah, carrying that with her for 19 years. Uh, just 24 hours before his death, Matthew had spot, was spotted having dinner with a woman at his uh, well, it's the Hotel Bel Air right there. It's a great hotel, uh-huh. Hotel Bel Air, and he seemed to be in good spirits. So there's really no understanding of why the hell uh, he just slipped underwater and died. Yeah. Does anybody have any idea? Do they have any speculation? What, I mean, did he have a stroke? Did he have a heart attack? Did he just pass out for some reason? Yeah. Was he so high he couldn't function? I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of
4: speculation, but just no confirmed. Yeah.
3: You know, there's, and it's like a lot of, he was on, he was on some prescription meds, maybe for like anxiety, nothing like um, that intense, I'm not trying to make it sound crazy but you mix that with warm you know very hot water and then your body that you've been treating a certain way uh with with drugs and alcohol I mean it's just like you never know you just never mm-hmm. know and like this could have been you could have done this a million times and this time for some reason it's sad.
2: yeah I just uh, 15 times in treatment though yeah. Fifteen times. When I quit, I went to a discussion group. wasn't really treatment. Yeah. wasn't like a hospital or anything. It was a discussion group about drugs and alcohol and all that stuff. Did that for several weeks. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, they used to be a sponsor on the KQ Morning Show. Mm. Uh, but I think during the pandemic, they closed. That's
5: progressive, though.
2: But it was very, very nice. I mean, we, we'd we go there and talk about this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I can't even imagine... 15 times in treatment, something is really wrong when you cannot, after 15 trips, you still can't fix the problem.
3: Yeah, I mean, and treatment could be, like, a loose word. You can go to, like, a two-week kind of refresher or whatever. Like, I don't know. To me, that doesn't sound insane, but I know a lot of al- addicts and alcoholics. Like, Yeah. It's not that... Outrageous for an alcoholic to go to treatment many, many times. No, it's
2: not. I mean, well, Elvis Presley, yeah, was going to treatment at Hazelden. Flew in on the TCB, taking care of business. The plane landed, the door opened, he walked outside and said, "It's too cold here." Got back on the plane, went home. I can't get sober here. It's far too cold. Too cold to get sober here. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. (laughs) It is very cold here. But, I mean, uh, he he died shortly after that. It was just too cold here for him to stay. Do you think it wasn't really the cold? It was the, I don't want to go to treatment. Yes. People
3: don't, especially yeah, in his situation. I People, I want, my biggest, I think, hurdle people have with treatment is that they don't want to give up the control.
2: Oh, I suppose. That's a very good point.
3: Like, it's not, it's not the idea, even getting sober. It's the idea that somebody else is going to have control over your life for a while. And, like, people have a hard time with that. I luckily have no problem giving up control by the time i wanted to get sober i was like somebody else take the reins for a little bit tell me when to eat tell me when to sleep because like i'm not doing it right yeah and technically you could say i went to rehab twice because i went to an inpatient and then after just to like cover my bases i did an outpatient so like there's a lot of like terms with how many times you know technically you've gone or whatever but
2: I don't know. I went as a concerned person with one of my relatives mm-hmm. who was in treatment for yeah. alcoholism all the rest of it. There was a guy dressed I mean he looked a lot like Elvis Presley. He wasn't Elvis because Elvis was dead. Yeah. But the guy had the hairstyle, he had the shiny clothes, all that stuff. And it, it, Bill, do you have anything to say? Yes, I've got something to say. I love being a drunk. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. <laughs>
3: I hear people like that all the time. Oh, do you really? Meetings. Yeah, they'll do be like, really? and I love being an alcoholic, oh. which is fine. Honestly, if you take the power back. I don't... I used I to,
1: suppose. When yeah. I was in
3: my 20s, I'd be like, why can't I deal with this? Why can't I drink like a normal person? Right. Now I'm so thankful, first off, that like my consequences were never bad enough that I ever have to like cry over them, like whatever. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also like it f- I love where it's gotten me I like being sober I like I, I know that's probably <laughs> annoying I also love going to parties where people drink I love I it I love dancing and people assuming I'm drunk I love having them being drunk and then us having like a really close friendship and then realizing the next day they remember nothing of it so I have to remember like <laughs> they're not actually my good friend <laughs> but I don't mind I don't mind where I'm at I, I, I think there's no other way for me it works well
2: There you go, ladies and gentlemen, our very special guest, Michelle Danner. Hello, Michelle, how are you?
6: Hi, how are you?
2: Magnificent. Uh, Promoting Miranda's Victim, it has an all-star cast and is available on demand. Filmmaker Michelle Danner takes on the story behind... Oh, my God, Michelle. Boy, you had a a job on your shoulders here. Filmmaker Michelle Danner takes on the story behind the most famous rape in American history. I, I guess I don't know anything about this, Michelle. Is that where Miranda rights came from?
6: Yes, this is the origin of how the Miranda rights were born. It all started with Patricia Weir in March of 1963 in Phoenix, Arizona, where she was abducted uh, and raped at knife point. God. And, and therefore, um, she was freed and fought for justice and, and got justice. And then the Supreme Court overturned the decision um, in a historical ruling. And then she had to go back and relive this nightmare and fight for justice again. And it's really a fascinating story. And with, with a twist at the end, I was absolutely uh, bewildered when I read it. I, like, nobody, I didn't know that this had happened. And nobody <laughs> knew the real story.
2: It's an amazing. Viewers of American-Made Crime Drama know about the Miranda rights. The legal disclaimers that police are required to speak to an alleged criminal being put under arrest. Indeed, the phrase, the right to remain silent, has become a defining principle of our American identity, and our Miranda rights often feel as crucial to us as our Constitution. How many uh, did this happen because so many different things went wrong in this particular case?
6: Well, yes. I mean, it happened because the ACLU got involved and mm-hmm. was fighting for civil rights liberties, rightly so, right? Because mm-hmm. now the Miranda rights protect the guilty and the innocent. And um, and in his case, or Nesta Miranda's case, was put on top, and John Flynn, a legendary attorney back in the day, you know, advocated for him and then got the Supreme Court to overturn it. But, uh, you know, in this case, the justice system prevailed. Sometimes it does, as we know, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but, like I said, there's a huge twist at the end, and I'm not going to reveal it because sure, part sure. Of what I want is for people to watch
2: the movie. No question about it. There's an interesting line in this next paragraph. Remarkably, very few people know the story of Miranda and how, despite representing a victory of one person against a negligent police state, the real Miranda case was actually a brutal sexual assault on a teenage girl, a case where silence is often forced on victims— was that literally silence was forced on them?
6: Um, well, that I, I don't know. Um, but uh, we know there's a great postscript at the end of the movie that says for a thousand crimes, only five result in conviction. God. So silence is predominant. And uh, and people do not, men and women, right? But this is a story mm-hmm. about a woman. They People that have been, you know, wronged in that way do not come forth by and large for so many reasons, right. error, shame, and and people. So, and so many people around the country when we did the festival circuit with this movie came up to me with tears in their eyes and thanked us for making the movie, um, which by the way, I should say George Colbert had the idea to make this movie. He sought out Patricia Weir. He uh, wrote, you know, the story um, and then produced the movie um then people were so you know grateful because they felt it gave a voice to their stories stories that they hadn't told
2: what an amazing so how did you first well first of all how how did this case end up being the one they chose to go after you know miranda rights and all the rest of it obviously why was it this case
6: I don't you think it was very uh, premeditated. It was just the one that made it to the top of the pile.
2: Oh, okay. So no particular reason. It just happened to be the one that that happened next. That's what I,
6: I what I think. Yes.
2: God, that's so amazing. Uh, it's unbelievable thinking about that. I, I, I just, first of all, for most of us, Michelle, Michelle Dan our special guest, talking about Miranda's victim. Was released on October 6th, has an all star cast available on demand. As a matter of fact, we're looking forward to that. I mean, I'm I'm going to watch the movie. I uh, but I, I got to be honest with you, as a, as a grown man living in America, all the rest of it, I have never understand understood. Excuse me, forcing yourself on another human being. Most people could never do something like that. I wouldn't think. It's a
6: horrific crime, and like I yeah, said, that yeah. stays very unpunished and. Thus, you know, what gave birth to the Me Too movement.
2: Yeah, no because no. Because a not. lot
6: of these crimes have stayed unpunished. A lot of this incredibly horrific behavior has been swept under the carpet, and so women felt that they really needed to stand up for their rights.
2: Yeah, it makes total sense. Michelle has worked privately with Christian Slater, Salma Hayek, Gerard Butler, Seth MacFarlane, Penelope Cruz, Chris Rock, Gabriel Union, Zoe Deschanel, Henry Cavill... Isla Fisher, and James Franco. My God, uh, you never worked with anybody famous there, Michelle? Is that the plan? Well,
6: I've been lucky enough to work with some great actors. What can I say?
2: No question about it. I'm really, really glad that you did this because I just, well, as I just stated, I don't see any reason for this to be happening in our world where young people think or old, I shouldn't say young people, any person of any age thinks that they can force themselves on another human being, men, women, whatever, uh, it's got to stop. I, I, why people think they can do something like that, and I, I will never understand how, how that first happened. It's okay for me to force myself on another human being. Did it, uh, was there a, a, a drop-off, a dramatic drop-off in assaults like this after this Miranda Rights case started? I don't think so. I just think that
6: people were just right really? their right. Yeah, I think that, unfortunately, this is a big crime, and there's more stories than what we know. One of the wake-up calls that I had is that there are so many more sexual assaults than we're made aware of because people do not speak out.
2: I just, just for me, Michelle, I cannot get through my head. I would, I have no interest in doing anything. I don't know anybody that knows that has any interest. Is it... I don't know, I don't even want to ask you the question, because there must be something that drives them, but who the hell knows what it is, I guess. Just, there's no way to know.
6: Well, people backed on their dark side.
2: Yeah, well, it's, that's true.
6: It's uh, very sad and pretty horrific.
2: And how do people find the movie, Michelle?
6: Oh, well, it's on demand around the country. It's playing four categories right now, and in theaters now. Marvels. Top video releases, new releases, and drama, and you can watch it on Amazon, Vudu, and Apple TV.
2: Did it take a lot out of you to do a project like this?
6: Oh, no, it was great. Okay, I had good, an incredible good. experience with this wonderful cast. And um, every single moment of this, from planning it to filming it to the post-production of it, was very uh, fulfilling creatively. And it never escaped me, not for a single second, how lucky, how fortunate I was to be able to tell this story.
2: That's a wonderful thing to say. Michelle, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, Miranda's victim, Michelle Danner. Thank you, Michelle.
6: Thank you so much. Bye. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Bye.
2: Boy, that's hard to talk about. I know yeah. you uh, did a good
3: job. That's yeah, that's rough. You
2: know, I've got uh, I've got a daughter. Thank God, nothing like that's ever happened to her. But I got to be honest with you.
6: Hmm.
2: Had it, I don't know if I could have not murdered someone. Yeah, no. you
4: hear the stories about that all the time, where you get a. Dad convicted of murdering yeah. because somebody messed with his daughter, and it's in those situations, it's like, okay, yeah, murder is not, it's not the right, worst thing in the world, right? Yeah, I, uh, I understand right, exactly. where he's coming from. Not
2: the worst idea to murder somebody. Oh, well, AJ left, in, so I didn't say get to wave to him, but whatever. AJ, I'm waving to you now, that's all I'd say. Andy, what's oh. up? Oh, there he is, right there, <laughs>
6: it's
5: like whack-a-mole,
2: he keeps popping up. I always waved goodbye. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't say anything
7: negative about him. He's Yo, hiding out in the. Ass. hiding out there. Uh, Unbelievable. What's new in the world, Andy? Anything good? Just uh, coughing slightly less each day.
2: Well, that's good. Okay, that's so. That's all I can hope for. First trip out trick or treating
7: with the baby. How'd that go? It went well. He had fun. Um, yeah, we just did the downtown trick or treat thing. Oh, you're right, yeah. Um. Yeah, it went pretty well. He learned how to hold out the bucket and, you know, get candy in there.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Does does he know what the candy is? Yeah. Okay, so he knows, like, what's in there because it's funny. Yes. Like, the people would hand Go-Go, like, their bucket of candy, and they're like, grab as much as you want. And she would. But she doesn't know what it is. No, like she, she just, just knows dumps
4: it's stuff. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like she's shiny wrappers. She's and, like, yeah.
3: okay, so she just kept doing it. And like my neighbor Bailey was like, yeah, get some girl. Like she just kept <laughs> grabbing. I was
0: like,
7: <laughs> yeah, no, he, uh, he actually he knew that he only gets one each time you say trick or treat. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So he would go up to someone, hold out his bucket, get some candy. And then hold out his bucket again. <laughs> <And say laughs> Trick or treat again. again. Yeah. <laughs> get some more candy.
3: Gogo was nailing the blowing the kisses. That was her oh, thing, and that would get her more.
7: Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm.
4: like,
3: Beautiful. anytime there would be a pause, she go Mm. Yep. and they're like, oh, take more. So she's like, oh, heck, yeah.
7: Yeah, kids learn that pretty quick. Yeah, so it was fun. Uh, yep.
3: What What was Ethan again? He dressed up as
7: he was going to be Baby Mario oh, from yeah. Yoshi's Island. Yeah, but he hated the hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's more right now into this Christmas Snoopy that we have. Than oh, sure. He has a Yoshi, but he likes the Christmas Snoopy more. Yeah. So it's like without the hat and without the Yoshi, then what are you really? So, so we just made him a lumberjack. Love it. Gave him a little, we have a little toy saw that we gave him. There and you go. You know. word plaid and overalls. You nope. know.: it's...
3: I think that's perfect. And
7: out where we live, there were a lot of very, very similarly dressed children.
3: That makes it like a last-minute pivot because how cold it was. Oh,
7: yeah. Yep. Yeah, very yeah. true. It oh, got very cold, but we got home at, like, 545. It was freezing cold. Yeah, but it was still light out, so you were good. It was, and we got, like, six trick-or-treaters at our house. Oh, you know, yeah. So, hey, I mean, people still do it. It just, I guess with the downtown thing, there's really no reason to unless you want even more candy, but...
2: Yeah.
4: yeah. Well, I know a lot of people went out to, like, the Mall of America or various other malls that oh, had yeah, their yeah. indoor yeah. trick-or-treating as well yeah.
2: i tell you one of my greatest memories as a living human being was uh halloween night 1991 yeah alex two years old andy four years old snowed three feet
3: i know <laughs> I <laughs> I that
2: crazy? Forget my, that.
3: my mom brought that up last night and she remembers my me and my sister were care bears and my brother was a clown and we were absolutely killing it because the care bear costume was so warm nice
1: and warm. Oh, yeah. yeah
3: and like mm-hmm. my brother with his plastic clown costume was just miserable but
7: i remember something very similar happened to me that happened to ethan this year actually <clears> on <throat> that year cuz i was going to go as mario too oh wild but because it was so cold and snowy I ended up having to wear like six extra layers. Yeah. And so no one knew what the hell I was. They were like, oh, you're a lumberjack? And eventually I was just like, yeah. Yeah. guess <laughs> 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 um, I, I guess. Isn't I that am. funny
3: as a kid when you learn you want to fight every sentence? Like, yeah, no, I'm not actually, and then you realize you're like, it's so much easier to say, yep. Yeah,
7: you d- eventually just it, it just doesn't matter anymore because everyone's going to say it. It's true. Ladies and
2: gentlemen, if you'd like to join me in my suite to see the Eagles on their farewell tour, here's how to register. Go to the Tom Bernard Show app, download it. If you don't have it yet, sign up or go to our website, TomBernardShow.com and sign up there. Then listen for me to announce your name at 810-910-1010 10, 10, 10, 10 each day between tomorrow, November 2nd, and Tuesday, November 14th. We'll announce the same name three times each day at 10 o'clock uh, after each hour between 10 a.m. and 11 uh, to win, email us back at contest at com. That's com by midnight that night, and you will win. We'll see you in the suite. When you win, you'll join me in that suite at XL. You'll see the Eagles on Saturday, November 18th. So it starts tomorrow, man.
3: Yeah, baby. That's all you
2: need to know, right? Yeah. All right, what else is happening in the world? Anything good?
3: You know, I was uh, looking at some of the stories we'd put on Tom's news story. There's some cute stuff in there. And less cute.
2: Cute stuff.
3: Like some of the stuff I put is a little bit morbid, but some of the other people put is a little better.
4: Do yeah. you want to talk about a Christian university that got fined $37 million? Um, For an armed, There's an armed man found in dead in a Colorado amusement park. That was pretty interesting. Oh, I saw
2: that. Yeah, I saw that one. And he mm. had a lot of... He was packing. Yeah, heat. it sounds Does like... Does he have a,
7: like a bunch of bombs and stuff on him? I think yep. so. Yeah.
2: Mm. Um, a Florida squatter
4: story. Yeah, it world happens is, every day. The world is your oyster, Tom.
2: Yeah, it is. There's no question i I, not, I don't know the story at all. All I know is the headline. The headline will draw you in. Largest Christian university in US faces record fine after federal probe into alleged deception. Ooh. So is this like the righteous gemstones? Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I assume everything is like the righteous gemstones until proven otherwise.
2: I am not kidding you. That show is one of the funniest shows oh, ever written. It's... God, that show's funny.
3: It's so funny.
2: It
3: really is. Oh man, there's so many times where I just like that daughter Judy just kills. Oh God,
2: me. yeah, she's always complaining about something. She's, it's hilarious.
3: She's a monster. One time, yes. one of the yes, she is. One time, one of the kids was uh, like hurt, and she goes, "You're gonna let your mom munch house in you?" It was so <laughs> I funny. I was just dying. Like what?
7: You know, technically that's Munchausen by proxy. Yeah, it was just, all of it was off. Get it right, writers.
3: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even like, I mean, it was an injury that he had. It just was, it was all off. Everything she says is so wildly off, it's hilarious.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the country's largest Christian university is being fined $37.7 million by the federal government amid accusations that it misled students about the cost of its graduate programs. Isn't that every college?
7: That's every college. Uh, Isn't it?
3: This is setting out an interesting precedent.
7: Yeah, that's exactly, because if you're not 100% upfront about the costs of going to college, with which no college is, no. they are. every college in the entire country is going to get sued now, if this goes through.
2: Okay, I'm going to do the same thing. I already did this, I think, last week, but I'm going to do it again. Okay. So Andy went to college. Alex went to college. And every month I would write a check to Catherine to pay their tuition. Mm-hmm. Catherine and I the, paid for the tuition, paid for everything in college, right? Yeah. Uh, Andy, uh, you graduated, uh, when, and Alex graduated, what, 2000, Alex graduated what, like 2005, something like that? I graduated two years ago. And you graduated two years ago, right? Graduations. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, when you were at St. Thomas and she was at St. Kate's, what year was that? Uh, 07, 08. Oh, so it was 07, 08. okay. Maybe, Go. I think. Okay, so basically you're talking 15 years ago, correct? Yeah uh the automatic uh exchange of money from my account to her account has occurred every month for the past 15 years and she hasn't had to pay tuition with it for 15 years don't worry about it what do you mean don't worry about it she's stealing money from her own husband
3: you know what it's like when a company if you use a certain amount of money every year
2: you have mm-hmm. to spend it, otherwise
3: the they won't yep. won't yeah, they won't give it to you next year. That's yep. exactly what Catherine is living by. <gasps> That's what she
7: was doing. And I mm-hmm. appreciate
3: it. Well, and tell what, her
7: to pay off my loans.
3: Yeah, Andy, what <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What did you get your degree in two years ago?
7: Uh, software development. Nice. Mm-hmm. How are you doing with that? Because you came up with a couple of really good ideas. I think they're decent ideas, but they, I'm uh, Raising a kid and doing this job, and that's plenty for me at the moment. All right. So you're going to do the I'm doing a little bit of programming on the side still, but it's, you know, I only put a couple hours in a day at most. Yeah.
3: That's impressive. I mean, if you keep, yeah, that's cool. I just, I, I, you're like me where, like, well, I had a degree that I found out uh, was unaccredited, so that was fun. Oh, that's
0: perfect. Where?
3: Yeah.
2: Shitholia University. It mean, may
3: you know. or may not have been a small college in uh, Mendota Heights that focused on broadcasting. <laughs> oh.
2: Did it start with like a color?
3: It did. It, it may it have. It some kind of a color. Nice. It was...
2: Nice. was uh, Oh, was they have. No.
3: Oh, no, but there's a B in there. A black, oh. No. Oh, Started with a
2: B, but I can't. Remember.
3: So when I went back in 2020, you know, during the pandemic, to I was like, well, maybe I'll finish my nursing degree. And I was like, I got all these credits. They're like, yeah, none no, of those you are
7: don't. real. Oh, like, my God, that's so. How well, is I mean, that it's possible? like, if you got the information, they should at least let you, like, test out of it totally, or something right. like that. Right. absolutely. Because that's actually, I, I eventually finished out my degree at a place called WGU, which is mm-hmm. all online, Yeah, and they do let you do that. They, they let you just, if you want to at any point during the semester, you can just say, I'm ready for the final exam. And, you and know, so I ended up doing like 30-something credits in like a year and a half.
3: Dang, that's impressive. Because
7: half of it I knew already, I just didn't have the accreditation to say that I knew it.
3: Like the only one there was like a theater class I had to take but since I was going into the medical field from broadcasting there wasn't a lot of over- well yeah that's yeah. true a lot of crossover no right. so it was actually ended up being fine there was like one theater class I had to take yeah. for whatever but what is it
2: is a kid kid trick or treating you can read it
3: shit i got go for football tickets he's looking in his basket
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's not happy with his oh. go for football tickets. Thank oh. you for sending that to me. I think Passolt sent that That's over. That's
5: very funny. Maybe
2: doc though. Okay, back to the story Grand Canyon University, which has more than 100,000 students. That's a lot of students for one college, isn't it? Yeah.
4: Yeah, well, it's a very big online
2: Oh, it school, is. school, I believe as Okay. Well. Yeah, it says mostly in online programs. There you go. Faces largest find of its kind ever issued by the US Education Department. The university dismissed the allegations as lies and deceptive statements. Grand Canyon University categorically denies every accusation in the Department of Education statement, and will take all measures necessary to defend itself from these false allegations, accusa- accusations. Uh, the school said in a five-page statement, an education department investigation found the Grand Canyon lied to more than seventy-five hundred current and former students about the cost of its doctoral programs. Why would you lie?
4: Go go to the next paragraph. Oh, there's another paragraph? Uh, go, yeah, go to the next one, because that's where it gets juicy.
2: Oh, oh my God. God. As far back as 2017, the university told students its doctoral program would cost between $40,000 and $49,000. The department found that uh, less than 2% of graduates completed programs within the range, with 78% paying an additional 10 dollars to $12,000. Yeah. So it ended up being like... Sixty-one
4: thousand. Yeah. So essentially, I yeah, said you're going to pay fifty 000, up to fifty thousand, and now you're paying sixty to
2: sixty-two thousand. Unbelievable. Roughly. The additional cost often came from continuation courses that were needed to finish dissertation requirements. GCU's lies harmed students, broke their trust, and led to unexpected high levels of student debt. So you good, know. they should sue them right into oblivion. Um.
3: Right. Yeah. No. It, those programs, you ha- like it's. Devastating because you have people that will move places for for Mm -hmm, certain mm -hmm. programs and have budgeted to the hilt of exactly what they need and they they have to drop their jobs because any full time, they act like you can go to school and work. You can't. I mean, you just can't. You can't have an actual job. well, you're, no, you're
7: supposed to work like, you know, three hours at the local McDonald's or something. Right. Yeah. At and, most.
3: And like, you know, even that, you're like, you still are accountable for certain hours and you never know when they're going to move things. Yeah. It's impossible. The whole system is impossible. They set up mm. school and they want it to be your only thing. And then when you're in so much debt and the program is, it's just. I,
7: I would bet sh- in the next 20 years, like 90% of people are going to do college entirely online.
5: Yeah. Because there's
7: no reason not to for the most part because yeah. a lot of it is just you're listening to someone talk, you're taking notes, yeah, and then you're turning in the assignments. Why do you need to physically be there? Right. What's the point?
4: And especially after the pandemic where we already proved that you can go to school online yeah. and mm-hmm. it's only going to get more and more effective as you continue to perfect the process, Yeah, yeah. it's going to switch.
7: Well, I learned more on my online college classes than I ever learned in person because... In person, it's always, you know, Professor Methuselah who wants you to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Methuselah.
3: See, I, because.
7: I just, I can't learn if I've gotten four hours of sleep the previous night.
3: So I will say this. So I've done, now I'm doing, uh, my nursing program is online, except I have that one lab on Tuesday.
7: Well, yeah. Uh, for nursing, you definitely have to have some hands-on stuff, but there's still I, a lot of memorization.
3: I love the lectures in person. I really do, and I they don't have to be in person. I, I but it, you, I feel like I'm more present and I listen better
7: mm-hmm. than. And the, some people do, yeah. Yeah,
3: like I think there's something to be said, like the having the the combination of online and some lecture options because it's like what am I paying for if I'm you know like this is just a program where you're spitting information on me that is accessible anywhere online like I do love a good lecture I will show up and like it is pretty nice to sit there and just have somebody teach you
4: yeah and if you have to go through the process of Getting there to go sit down, you're probably more likely to pay exactly, attention yeah. rather than getting distracted by whatever's going on in your house. Bless you.
3: Yeah. And I do Thank treat you. it like if I am giving you my time and money. I will ask any question I want whenever. I don't care what I look like. I don't care if it's like a dumb question. I go, the resources I've put in this, I will get my money's worth.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: I will be that annoying person. Like to the point where like these 20-year-olds will go, Brittany, will you ask this for me? I go, no no problem. Yeah, I got
4: you. Are you the person at the end of the class when the teacher's like, no question, no more questions? Perfect. You guys can all leave and then you go, Wait, no. I
7: have a question. Okay, don't no, be that person. No,
3: because they're three to four-hour lectures. Oh,
7: God. Yeah. You just want to get the hell out of there you, at the end. At that
3: point, I'm like, I wonder what Coco's doing. Yeah. Will I get home before I put her to bed? Like, at that point, I'm ready to go. Yeah. But I otherwise, I have no problem asking questions. Yeah,
7: eventually, you're going to be like, I didn't have to put her to bed that night. That was great.
3: I, I don't know, Andy.
7: Because no? she's
3: one and a half, and I'm still obsessed. If I miss a night, I am dying. I, like, I make but I don't know. Maybe well, you're right. Well, she's getting
7: to the point yet yeah, where she's, like, throwing the books and refusing to go to bed, refusing to read, fighting, getting the diaper on.
3: No, she's... Yeah,
7: that'll happen eventually.
3: Sometimes the diaper, like, if she has diaper rash, she looks really pissed yeah. off about the diaper. But for the most part, the girl loves to sleep. She's definitely my daughter. He, that's how
7: Ethan used hmm. to be. He, he'd sleep all day if you let him.
3: What What age did that change?
7: Probably about one and a half. Because, mm. like, now that now that he's... Knock on wood. He's actually like invested in wood. the books. It's not just like a, you know, comforting, you know, sound of your parents' voice kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually like reading the books. So now it's okay, we've read five books, time for bed. He does not accept that. More books. More books forever.
6: More,
3: more, more yeah, books. Yeah, exactly. Always desperate. More books. Mm-hmm. More. More. No,
7: his new thing is he doesn't even say more anymore. He just immediately starts going, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, you'll take a book away and it'll go, help, help.
5: Like,
7: now that's desperation. It that is funny. Help. Screaming for help because uh, I had to take away your book.
5: That's so funny. All
7: right, we gotta take a
2: break, be right back in a couple of minutes. Of course, Kristen Burt will join us right after this.
1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show.
0: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilsky, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to Me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son, Kyle, was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day
2: while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business, for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team. I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
1: Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that
3: does on-site sales. Jim was confused.
2: And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser.
1: The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, mike bilsky i've
0: advertised on tom's show for years and the reason is simple my business is recognized because of the ads and that recognition has created growth what business doesn't want to grow i highly recommend the tom bernard morning show for your advertising
1: grow results for your business by partnering with the tom bernard show visit tombernardshow.com show.com keyword partner this is the tom bernard morning show podcast stop
2: looking so happy what's the matter with
7: you I can't be
8: happy. I want to be miserable and grumpy.
7: She's all smiley, happy.
8: Oh, we're on. Everything's wonderful.
7: She just likes Killer Queen.
2: Yeah, she likes Killer Queen. That's what it is.
8: That is. Who doesn't love Queen?
2: That's true. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt joining us. So what's the latest? I'm assuming it's good news because you're in such a good mood.
8: (laughs) I was actually just reading an article.
4: Whoops, she uh, froze up. Oh, the suspense. <laughs> oh, I'll <we'll> never know <laughs> what just an just reading an article about...
7: What was she reading? About. What
3: was she reading? She's cute, though, about. right
7: now. Kristen, if you're going to hear us, we you are frozen. Give so, us a uh, sign
3: from yeah. the other
4: side.
7: Give us the finger. Like. Is when? the internet down? No, our internet's fine.
4: When she reconnects, we should all just sit very still and make her exactly. think we're frozen.
7: <laughs> yeah I don't think she's coming back let me you know. just remove her for now until get
3: out of so, yeah.
2: until she can come back again damn it I was all excited to sit and schmooze with her
3: you know what What? she'll be back
2: I can feel it I'm hoping there's no
7: question about that
2: would
3: you be mad oh, if you got
7: she just I'm going to be mad of what let's all remove right. the old one put the new Kristen in there. there we go you froze up on us
8: It was so weird. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, StreamYard just totally dropped on me.
7: Huh. It's your fault. You were reading an article about something. Oh,
8: yeah. (laughs) I was reading an article um, about uh, about Marvel. And Variety is just saying they are in huge crisis mode right now. Um, with a lot of the topics that we've been talking about, you know, the obvious ones, people are just tired of having to follow the TV shows and the movies to try and interconnect right. all of the stories, mm-hmm. the saturation, like there, there's just too many franchises out there. Yeah.
7: Melissa and um, I got sick of that when we were watching The Flash. And it, that wasn't Marvel, that's DC, but they do the exact same thing. You got to watch Supergirl this, this week and you got to watch, you know, Legends of Tomorrow or whatever the hell it is this week. Or else you miss out on key parts of the story. People, yeah, Characters exhausting. on The Flash will be dead in two weeks and will be like, what happened? And that's yeah. And if d- you that's didn't catch the
8: movie at the theater or you didn't yep. watch the series, you're like, wait a second, why am I completely lost in this universe right now? Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a couple other things working against them, including The Strike, because they've got the Marvels coming out November 10th and they don't have any a-list celebrities to promote the movie so it's going to underperform at the box office big time on top of that they have set themselves up to relaunch the entire marvel universe surrounding jonathan majors and as everyone knows jonathan majors is embroiled in a huge domestic violence uh case right now and they can't promote him, obviously, because nobody wants to sit there and say our next star is Jonathan Majors, and allegedly he beat his girlfriend. So it uh, they are just at a point where they're like, we don't know what direction to go in and what's going to work with our audience now.
2: Who's Jonathan Majors?
8: He he's an actor. Um, he plays Kang the Conqueror in the series, oh, and no. he they literally built the next. Stage of the franchise around his character and he was supposedly going to be the next big star in Hollywood. I mean he was everywhere everywhere earlier this year until these domestic violence allegations came up and all of a sudden it stopped Marvel in his tracks.
2: So what did he do?
8: Allegedly beat his girlfriend.
2: He beat up his girlfriend.
8: Allegedly. Allegedly.
2: Oh, he it's not, no he, proof. He's got a
8: case. Yeah there's a court case ongoing right now so um, but It's enough that, you know, all of the major Hollywood agencies that he was represented by dropped him, his publicist. I mean, this was one of those that they said there's enough evidence here that can't even be associated with him.
4: And as you're saying, with the strike going on, they can't get out to promote and kind of spin it back in their favor because everybody's got kind of the gag order on them.
8: Exactly. You know, they could have sort of spun the the bad news away from Jonathan Majors and, and maybe said, okay, we'll focus on Brie Larson for the Marvels. They can't do that right now because the strike is still ongoing and it doesn't look like at this point it's going to be wrapped up in time for that November 10th debut of the film.
2: Unbelievable. Again, I have I have proof that I've never struck Catherine.
4: You're sitting here doing a show today because I'm
2: still alive, <laughs> <laughs> so there's your answer. Yeah. If I had ever, oh, can you even imagine if I ever laid a finger on Catherine, I'd be dead in about 10 minutes? It, it would also not ruins go your well.
8: career, so you know, there's that too. Mm.
2: I've never understood hitting someone smaller than me or weaker than me, anyway. I, I, if it's not a fair fight, why would you want to do it? Oh, look at Tim's already up on screen, big oh, shot, yeah. big <laughs> shot. No question about it. Tim Laurent's going to be with us. Uh, we're going to talk a little pickle pickleball. Do you play pickleball, Kristen?
8: I have not picked it up yet, but as a huge tennis fan, I feel like I'm missing out.
2: Big yeah. time. You agree with that? Oh, big time. See, what do you think of that action? Missing out. Kristen Burt doing our Hollywood Report. So the first thing... That's great. The first thing you talk about is somebody beating the piss out of their girlfriend. That's really nice, No, Kristen. we're actually
8: talking about the Marvel Universe. <laughs> oh, and how Marvel that's
2: what you were talking crisis. about. Okay. Which,
8: you know, remember, Disney owns Marvel. So this is yeah. just another mm-hmm. pile-on to what Disney has been dealing with over the last couple of years. So if you own Disney stock, it's probably not going to be a good time for it.
2: Why did that happen? Because he did... He did such a great job the first time he was there. What's going on?
8: Well, remember, just so much changed. Like, Bob Iger Chapter 1.
2: Yeah. The world
8: was just completely different. And by the time Bob Iger Chapter 2 came aboard, he not only had to clean up Bob Chapik's mess, but, you know, he's dealing with the post-pandemic world. Attitudes have changed. And he's realizing he can't be the golden boy any longer.
2: Yeah. I suppose that's what it is. I just... I don't know, are just people get? Is there still a lot, and, and uh, you, uh, maybe it's not reported or whatever, but guys beating up their wives and girlfriends, does that still happen a lot? You wouldn't think so.
8: I, I think you definitely hear about it more, really? honestly. Yeah. I, I, I think you hear about it more when it comes to athletes, when it comes to celebrities. It's not swept under the carpet the way it used to be. And, I mean... Yesterday, we were talking about sort of the negative side of TMZ when they report celebrity deaths ahead of the family finding out. Mm -hmm. But maybe TMZ is doing a service letting us know about domestic violence when it comes to athletes and other celebrities because it just draws more awareness to it.
2: Did they not have, like, brothers or fathers or these women, are they just out there on their own? That's why these guys feel they can do these things?
3: I think Yeah, go ahead. You know, and um, we have an amazing center here in Minneapolis for domestic abuse, which, you know, I volunteered at. And what would surprise you is, like, there is no one demographic. There's no ones that— Yeah, like, some of the women I have met uh, were—have had—were in the higher echelon of, you know, like, made their family a lot of money. Really? Things were fine—like— so it was it was always surprising. Like, there's no, you, you think there's, uh, in a yeah. lot of situations with crime, you go, this kind of group does it, or this kind of group. Mm-hmm. It's all over the place. Really? Yeah, and it, you would never know. Like, because, yeah, I suppose. because it's a systematic, and it, it, it's like, you guys could be have gone to dinner with a couple who the week prior, he beat the shit out of her. Really? And mm-hmm. she would never <laughs> let you know. Like, the women I know, like, I know of somebody who it happened to, and I'd seen her because uh, we were on the same board of a charity, and I had no idea okay. she was so put together. And I found out years later, and I was like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "I would have never, I would never let anybody know." And mm. it's, it's just, it's I, a
8: secret shame, which I think mm-hmm. is really scary. And, and, and it, I, it, yeah, I think the statistic is it's seven major incidents of abuse before a woman a woman has the courage to leave.
3: Seven, and, and also seven. It's, Jeez.
8: It's progressive, so so progressive, so it's the idea
3: of maybe the first time it happens, you're in an argument and you just get pushed a little and then the next time maybe they're just driving a little crazy. it's it, it's it's something that's not just full blown. One day your husband comes up and punches you in the face. Mm-hmm. it's yeah. the it's Jesus. it's the testing of the waters. it's the getting to that point and knowing that that's where it's going to go. You know, the show that does a really good job, there was the Nicole Kidman in um, oh my God. I just the HBO show pretty a little uh, big little lies big little lies where they talk about the progression of abuse and they did a really good job about their dynamic and how like it is intense love in some ways and it is like I- intense fighting in another and it's it wasn't saying it was an incredible wealth too Yeah, it, yeah it, it wasn't saying it was a good thing but it was it was more of an insight of just like this idea that this guy comes home, punches you in the face, and is mean to you. It's like the I'm sorry phase. She talked about yeah. how she loved the I'm sorry phase and the, the guilt and like the love that would come with that. And it's, it's just more complex than I think I ever knew in, until I started learning about it.
2: Can you imagine, picture this in your head, somebody abusing my sister or my daughter, my wife. Can you even imagine that?
8: No, but do you think they would let you know? I was gonna say yeah. you probably wouldn't know oh, until much I'd later know. down the line,
2: and you'd never say whatever happened to that husband? I don't know. He's he not, just I mean, disappeared. You went one fishing
8: day. one year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I never, <laughs> never him back.
2: <laughs> I haven't seen when him. Since.
8: Fishes. We're back to get gaudy. <laughs> my sisters, my
2: sister. I have two sisters, and they I, they had five brothers. That was not gonna happen in my family. I'll tell you that flat out. It was never gonna happen. Well, Tom, I I, I know someone, and I have to think it's.
0: The slippery slope comes in if you have a narcissist, and they start to belittle you and belittle you. It starts out as emotional abuse, and then it's like, maybe I'm not really that great. Maybe I shouldn't leave, and I I know a couple people that that's happened to. So then all of a sudden, it starts to make more sense because they've been beaten down so hard Uh. emotionally, and then Mm -hmm. it's like, well, maybe I deserved it. And it's
3: kind of like what you're saying, too. There's this weird tactic that comes into play that that is the dynamic where they go, well, I pushed him, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, they don't feel mm-hmm. like their side of the street is clean, and you just want to be like, that's not how this goes. Like, you don't have to go. They have this idea that, like, I, I we argue like that. Like, I push yeah. him, he pushes me. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, bruises now. I'm hiding, you know, on my, you know, central body because I, she doesn't want to hit me where anyone can see.
2: Like, mm.
3: it's, it's a really complex issue issue and I'm not saying complex like there isn't a terrible villain in it there is but it's fuzzy in their mind it's mm-hmm. not as clear mm-hmm. as like is 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 you know sometimes shows or tv makes it or movies takes it out to be or makes it out to be so yeah
8: they make it ha- like one time oh i'm out of here it yeah. really doesn't work that way and also um when women are relying upon men for their finances yeah. if they mm-hmm. don't have any access to money or funds to leave it puts not only the women but oftentimes children in a very dangerous yes. situation. Yeah, that would be terrifying to have to leave your babies
3: with somebody you know uses physical violence to solve. I mean, if if you're very wealthy and you leave, you know that you're going to have to go find some little apartment yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Yep. And in the intermediate, you can't just take your kids from your father. That's not how the law works. Like you Right. You, so you go, okay, so I leave my babies with this
8: guy like It's terrifying. I think it's all... Yeah, and restraining orders can be challenging. And then if they don't abide by the restraining orders, it it becomes a very dangerous situation and can escalate from there as well.
4: And then, too, with everybody kind of living in their own bubble where I am the center of attention in my world. I think that, well, what are my friends going to think? I don't want my name being out there and everybody talking about this. Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's a very... The
8: shame associated with it is it's so unbearable. Mm It's excruciating because I think a lot of us have known friends who have been in this situation and you you do find out later. And you just your heart just breaks because, you know, what a traumatic situation it was for them and their kids.
2: You know, it's interesting. I I was trying to think while you guys were talking, if I ever, ever knew anyone who was abused by their husband. And I don't. But that doesn't but mean it do. didn't happen. Correct.
8: You do. But you do. Yeah, I was going
3: to yeah.
2: Really? You yeah,
3: right. I know that you do. Yeah.
2: Really? What do you mean you know I do? I know you do. You that's don't really know anybody ripped. that's been abused.
4: I mean, I think oh, just I the statistics would say <laughs> that <laughs> whether you know about it or not, it's definitely God. happened to somebody. Yeah. Like, even my sister, my little sister broke up with her boyfriend recently, and she called me, and she's talking about it, and she's like, oh, yeah, he was kind of a little crazy, whatever, and... She goes, but don't worry. Like he didn't hit me or anything. Like you don't need to come find this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay,
1: perfect.
8: But uh, and abuse has many forms too. As we have to remember, emotional right. and verbal abuse can be just as damaging mm-hmm. as physical abuse as well.
0: And I'm not so sure. I I think I think that's the segue into physical abuse. Is you have to you belittle them and you do this and and also, um, is it Kristen?
8: Kristen, yeah. yes,
0: yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, and and so, Kristen, it's. Uh, I do know somebody uh, in the last uh, uh, just over a year and um, I, I know someone that she had to leave and there was a prominent figure in in the uh, in the state and it was hard for her to um, it was a challenge uh, for kids and she Ooh. was uh, uh, fortunately able to come alongside of her and help her with some things and um, but, yeah, she has the dynamic of this person having to be around her kids. I think that's such a difficult
1: mm-hmm. – women
0: are at a huge disadvantage because that mother figure kicks in. Oh. And, you know, to – and guess what? Sometimes, just like anything, sometimes it's easier not to do anything because I can just go another day. And you know what? I probably did egg him on. I probably yeah. have something oh, to do with God. this. There's
3: all those dynamics. It's so true. I mean, I, I bet it would be, – I mean, it's hard to imagine me and my husband – We get along great, you know, all this stuff. It's hard to imagine a world in which I would just get up and leave in this situation. And I just mean like just with all of the finances and all the whatever, and I'm not even talking about abuse, but just like if one day I wanted to get a divorce, it's so intricate, right? And now you add that physical component. You add that fear. You add the, Mm. at least I'm here with, with my kids. I have to spend time with them the idea that they're going to spend time alone with him, like (sighs) at least I could protect them when I'm with, you know, like it would all come into play. It's so, so much stuff. And it's, it's just like, you know, and we have a place called the Tubman House here in Minneapolis. That's amazing. Harriet Tubman. Yeah. It's based off of Harriet Tubman and it's uh, in Minneapolis and it's kind of like a landing pad and they will take you any, you know, and the problem is, is they never have enough money to take everybody. But when they take them, they say, Bring whoever you want, like, and you come and you land here. It's a landing pad Mm. to figure things out, to, like, take a breath. Safe zone. And they say, I think it's, like, three or four times, usually, the person comes Comes back back and goes Mm. back before they
8: leave the person for good. It's a lot. It's...
3: Because it's, it's a lot
8: to wrap your brain around, and you know, and, and there's other dynamics. If the person's in a position of power in your town, whether they're like police officers or they're a clergyman or they're a politician, that can even add dynamics to it too. That you run up against resistance. So there's so many elements. So I'm glad that there are places that are doing their best to help families out in those situations. It's so scary. It is, yeah.
2: Oh God, now I'm I'm all whipped up because I. I can tell by looking at her that I do know someone who has been beaten by their husband or boyfriend.
3: And I don't like the last thing I want to ever do is like, I just wanted to tell you that because I feel like it is hidden so well and it's so, most people probably do.
2: How long ago?
3: Oh, my God, I'm not doing this game. We're not playing an on-air guessing oh, no. game.
8: That's uh, not
4: 20 questions. No, no. That is
8: an off-air discussion.
1: Can't you just...
2: Can you call them today and say, don't is, ever do that what again? What does their name rhyme with? Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> what is their so is address? Is it like
2: Banderson?
0: You're close. You're close. warmer. <laughs>
2: oh. it sounds like... That pisses me off. People... In our neighborhood, if the, if their father would literally try hitting them, the little kids and all that stuff, we as teenagers would gather up and go over to the house and go, don't ever do that again. Yeah, that's right. Don't ever do that again.
3: And again, uh-huh. that's the no. Well,
2: your cousins yeah. were yeah. two of those guys. Yeah.
0: Cecil and Greg yeah that, the, break, yeah,
4: that died, yeah. That you guys were like the mafia going around and delivering street justice. Well, there's a lot knock, of Lorentz out knock. there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't right, exactly. tang with the Lorentz.
2: <laughs> That's exactly it. But see, I mean it just disgusts me to know that these women were in, living in fear constantly.
3: We had a listener right in, he said I could share. I'm not going to say who it is, uh, but he said that here's a male story. I was abused by a spouse in many ways to include physical. It took years to get help, and I never told anyone it happened for over a decade. I can say shame and vulnerability and the possibility of exposing myself as a victim all played a part. Mm and why it took so long to speak out, I imagine it's just as difficult or worse for women. And yeah. He said I could share this.
2: So it was a guy that was beaten.
3: Yeah, yeah. and like yeah, all of that.
4: That's is, a
2: whole nother layer, layer
3: because men.
4: now it's like, what do you mean your wife beat you? Yeah. Like You're supposed to be a big, strong oh, yeah. man. Yeah, you're not man you, enough to protect yourself. Yeah.
7: Well, consider yeah. the fact that we've been talking about domestic abuse for the past half hour, and it was all about men hitting women.
1: Exactly.
7: Yeah, that's true.
8: And it's yeah, exactly. And I'm so glad that they shared their story, because it is really valuable for people to hear that it happens to men as well. And, and the stigma around that, and the resources oftentimes are geared towards helping women and their Mm -hmm. children. So Mm -hmm. where do men go when they need help? That's an important question to ask.
0: And to Tom's point, it's like, I don't care how hard my wife hits me, I'm not hitting back. So they're not going to You're not going to defend yourself in that way. You're just going to, but the extra shame of, you know, of that, like, you know, this is, we're supposed to be able to handle it, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, there you go.
8: That's what society Mm -hmm. tells you. Like your men, yeah. Like you run the household. That's, yeah, it's, there's a lot. There's so much ingrained in all of us and, and how societal expectations and gender roles and gender norms, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing when you have the kind of relationship and I don't take it lightly, me and
3: Justin can argue and hit as below the belt verbally as ever we'd want and I know that that's never coming into play and I don't you should if you're in a relationship where you know that that's never going to be ta- like you can't take that for granted that's you feel so right. like I never think about it and I think I'm very thankful because I know especially like in my 20s if I would have been married to certain people you any of us can be Is susceptible to somebody who can ease you into that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
2: Do you have any funny tales to close out your (laughs) segment with? Jesus. I'm gonna start crying over here. So I go, I sorry hate that. that
8: I like brought like the saddest story. I mean, I I thought we would be excited about the Marvel Universe totally exploding. Marvel, Marvel Universe. <laughs> the franchise is not going to be as strong as it used to be, and maybe we'll see original stories. But um, mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna throw this out there because I think this is good for everyone who loves a good rom com. Meg Ryan is back this week, um, finally um, with the rom com with David Duchovny um, called What Happens Later comes out. Um, on friday and what i love is that um not only is she starring in it but she directed it and um i think a lot of people will be excited to see sort of that like 90s rom-com return to the screen and again with an original story so Mm -hmm. you know we're trying to get those original stories out there and get people to the box office to go and see them this could be one that will get people back
2: can I just throw in this? Uh, I'm still grateful you told me about the righteous gemstones. There, I lightened up the moment. There we go. What do you think? I missed it. <laughs> I love that show. It's so Honestly, God, Kristen Burt, you told me about that show. That show is one of the best TV shows I've ever seen.
3: It's, it's so funny. It's, it's phenomenal.
4: It's everyone. Every What's character it in it is just hits. It's a uh, Max. On? Okay, i
2: Max out. TV. Yeah. Honest to God, there are so many psychos in this show, it's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, they're
3: all narcissists in their own oh fun way, but it's like the kind of narcissist you just go, you are idiots, and you love it. Baby baby boy, <laughs> or baby brother. Uh,
2: oh, baby brother, baby oh Baby brother, God. and he's this
3: old guy, and he's like, I'm ba- baby brother. Like, it's so funny. Well, it's
2: Walton Goggins.
3: Yeah. And yeah, he's amazing. Oh,
2: he's unbelievable.
3: There was a bunch of uh, his uh, costumes this Halloween. Everyone dressed up as oh, him really? from Righteous Gemstones. Ooh, yeah, with I like, like that. With like the um, like the uh, shell in the background because when he performs at oh, that yeah. hotel, oh, yeah. he's like the every every forty minutes he performs at the hotel pool.
2: That guy's a hell of an, act, an actor, dancer. Oh, Alex is here. Uh he could do it all. That guy can dance. He can. So you can do all the Walton Goggins a hell of a talented yes, guy. There's very no much so. It. Mm-hmm. But Kristen, thank you again because that show is amazingly good. It's to, a win. <laughs> and
4: Kristen, so I have a quick question for you. So growing up my grandma loved the Macy's Day Parade and I just saw a headline where Cher is going to be performing or involved somehow. Do you what know what she's doing? In the oh parade? i
8: don't know i didn't, haven't seen the macy's day parade um press release yet oh,
4: okay yeah i saw it to, like this morning <laughs> they announced that she's involved somehow so i don't know sure. if you had any insight Game she's in probably
8: performing is agreement. is my guess because okay. usually they announce the celebrities that are on the floats mm-hmm. um so i wouldn't be surprised if she's one of the headliners because she's never going to retire that's what i love about Cher. she does retirement tours and comes back again and again and again Um, And it's kind of an honor, even though, you know, Macy's Day Parade seems like an antiquated thing of the past. It's actually a really huge honor to perform in Herald Square. And I think I've had a lot of friends do it. And they said it's probably one of the highlights of their careers.
5: So it says Cher will close out 2023 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Love it. We We love it. it. And you know what? Hey, she's
8: dating a guy who is 40 years younger than her. She's dating a (laughs) 37-year-old. So go Cher. She's Maybe she'll bring him to the parade. Andy, yeah, would you right? date
5: Cher? That's how old you yeah, are. How much is good. she worth again? How much is
2: he worth again? That's nice, Andy.
8: No, well, it's actually true. Like There's oh, reports no. that her sons, Elijah Blue and Chaz, are concerned about the fortune and that younger date getting their hands on the fortune.
7: As they should be concerned. Well, well. Now, turn the volume down.
5: It's on your computer. I don't know that's what a, any of that is. You know. It changes every steroids day. there.
7: 40 yeah. years. Wow. <clears throat> 40 years. Yeah, that's yes, You that's that's have nothing a in common.
5: 77. No, other than being human.
7: Basically, yeah.
4: It almost feels like a rite of passage for old female celebrities nowadays where there's so many that go for the younger, the younger well, old
5: male celebrities too. Yeah, I was gonna
4: do. say, that's amazing. all that's that's like like not as shocking. It's actually. the it's
8: only all... reason I hope to be a celebrity one day. So
2: you
5: yeah. can date some super young men. God, I thought we
2: were everyone, on national television. Women are allowed
8: to have this space because men have had it their entire mm, lives.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what space? I don't have any
7: space. It's...
8: Phase, phase. Oh, anything.
7: phase. Yeah, all right. you
8: know, I mean, it's been fine. It was acceptable for years for Hugh Hefner at 80 to oh, date 20-year-olds. Right, yeah,
7: It's acceptable right. in certain spheres, but none of the spheres that I belong to. I
8: don't
7: like those <laughs> spheres. No, no, they're not good spheres. No, thank you. That is going to do it with Kristen Burt. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, young
2: lady.
8: All right. Talk to you all tomorrow.
2: Thanks very much, Kristen Burt. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Wrap things up right after this.
1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com.
4: In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need
8: it find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
6: With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured, Bradshaw and Bryant.
2: It's Tom Bernard for Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. I'm happy to say I purchased an EV Mustang from Flagship and have friends and co-workers who bought new vehicles and used ones from this family-run dealership that's just 20 minutes west of the metro in Baldwin. Whether you want to compare their used car specials, claim Ford financing options, or simply book an oil change or tire rotation, they have you covered at Flagship Ford. New vehicles like the Ford Escape, the Edge, or F-150 pickups with special engine options. Flagship Ford can answer all your questions on your next new vehicle. The month of October is Tire Month at Flagship Ford. Fit your tires for your specific vehicle, any model car, truck, or SUV, and get your tires before the snow flies, just $5 over cost. That's a purchase of four new tires with a $70 rebate gift card on top of the $5 over cost on most brands of tires. Flagship Ford, east of the metro in Baldwin, Wisconsin, and online at FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client, Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. And please let them know that Tom
1: sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
7: <clears throat> it's been unbelievable. Once again, I am I know, the only one with my so headphones he's be on. on right? at 11? Are back. Yep. Yeah.
2: Sure are. I mean, not now. No, not now. Well, 11 Is or this four. what I want to
5: have? Yes, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay, Those good.
2: are good. Excellent. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. No Hello. question about it. It's not that big a deal. Hello. What's up, Alex?
5: I. It took me a very long time to get here. Something's happening on 494. Well, there's a lot happening on 494 because they're adding a ramp. Right where I, like, am. And so it's causing a lot of drama like, for everybody. In, like the Lake
4: Bloomington Road? area? Yes. yes. That's a disaster. Yeah. Ooh, like, yes. I
5: exited on 494, and it was just stopped. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to be on 494 for very long. Like, maybe a city block. Mm-hmm. And it took me, I think, five minutes.
2: Well, coming to work, we, we have a new thing now as we do traffic reports when the show starts at 8 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Because every day coming down <clears throat> Highway 100 now, somebody's doing some crazy bullshit behind It
5: does me. seem like 100 is just like. I, it's yeah.
2: the, every nut job drives on Highway 100. This, there was yeah. a guy this morning. I'm in the right lane. Well, I'm actually in the exit lane, the long exit lane, you know, with the yellow signs on it and all that stuff. Yeah. And this guy's driving along. He's in the center lane. He's got his right blinker on. He waits till the very last second and cuts right across Mm -hmm. two lanes of traffic to exit. Then he's driving along on the frontage road, and he's got his right turn signal on. But there's nowhere to turn, but he's got a signal on. I always love
5: that. And it's like, where are you headed, bud?
2: So about 100 feet before we get to the turn, he turns his turn signal off and then exits Right. (laughs) It wasn't
0: the white you saw was
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> you might know somebody, is that what No, I'm just guessing. I don't know. <laughs> it yeah, seems like uh,
5: this person doesn't understand no. what signaling is yeah. and when to do it.
2: Yesterday, yesterday, same situation. Those you know those four uh, those there are two four stop sign uh, intersections on the way to Highway one hundred from our house. Yeah. Get to the first one. Uh, a guy takes a left turn right in front of me without waiting. He didn't even stop for the stop sign. He just sure. took a uh, left turn. Mm-hmm. I go up about two miles. Next four, four-way stop. Guy pulls, didn't stop, just went right through the intersection. So two Jeez. and one day on one road. You know, what the hell is wrong with it's, people? It's a mystery. Well, I don't know. why would you even want to do I know that it's a four-way stop, so you can assume everybody else stop, but I don't have to stop because you're going to stop. Like what?
4: Yeah, I would say it's probably just more not paying attention and just on their mind, phone, mindlessly mm-hmm. going through stocks. You're
2: probably signs, right. Yeah. They're probably on their phone the whole time and all the rest of it. Yeah, probably oh, texting and checking it. the stock market. Nah, I wouldn't doubt that. Alex, why are you making dirty, dirty faces no, into the? No, I'm
5: sorry. I'm fixing my light. It was like tipping because I knocked it over. Did, did you fix
2: Mom's light yet? Because she has <clears throat> to adjust that every time she comes in.
5: No, that's I just think... how she is. Yes.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> She'll nothing, be here in a couple of minutes. Nothing we can, we can do about that. Here.
0: In person. I, uh I miss the makeup room. Just saying. I think you'll be okay. Okay, oh, thanks. You look If you go over yeah. there, it's
4: into the tent.
2: There's a tent. Yeah, in the yeah, tent. There's <laughs> a tent over I there. I wish I
0: had these tighter. Is there any such a thing? I think
4: you got them as tight as they'll go. Are there smaller yeah, ones? That's yeah, that's a smaller No, there are no smaller they, no. ones. No, okay. That's or it? if you flip it's, them around the other way, they should oh yeah. fit your head it's a little goofy. bit had, Oh yeah, it's goofy. I these
0: same ones I had before because it was working much, but oh.
2: There you go. There you go. All All right.
0: Right. I have works. to have my hat. This is my brand, man.
2: No, I understand. There we go. But right. it won't it, that won't hat won't fit over the so you can hear I now could, well.
0: I could try it. I see you have it like that.
2: Make them bigger. I do. Yeah, that works. Oh, I'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We only got a couple minutes. What's the worst that could happen? Indeed.
0: Oh, that's brilliant! Wow, Tom, you're a Here bit you smarter than I thought.
2: Brilliant. A bit smarter than I thought. He goes with, I got a,
0: Thanks for having me on the show.
2: Oh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about that when when we start the next segment, the family segment, that about five after we'll talk about. Oh. Catherine gets so, she gets not frustrated, but she's like, "Oh my God, again!" Because I run into people all the time, and I always know somebody who's related to them or knows them True that. with Tim. Mm-hmm. His cousins, I grew up, Guy and Greg Laurent were twin brothers that went to St. Anne's in North <laughs> Minneapolis with me, and yeah. I knew the Laurent family. I was just talking about the fact Cyril Laurent, their father, yeah. I did a big, because my father was institutionalized and all oh. the rest of it. And, we're, and I'll never forget Cyril Laurent walked up to me about, I don't know, about a month after he was put in the Ha Ha Hilton. Mm. And he walked up and put his arm around my shoulders. and he goes, Tom, I just want you to know that we here at the Laurent family think the world of you. You're a nice person. I will never forget That's that as so long awesome. as I live. Isn't that great that he would do something it's, like that? You know, it, it just
0: goes to show words have meaning. And oh, God, yes. We have to be so careful of the words we select. Um, you know, I, about in 90, 96, I got rid of the, I got rid of the word uh, problem. I don't use it anymore. Yeah. I only use challenge. <clears throat> This like. challenge sounds conquerable. Where problem is just that's a problem. What? What do I? It sounds Yeah, like true. Right. But um, it's amazing. And you know, a kind word, a kind smile. The, the fact you remember that was forty a long time ago. Right? Oh,
2: that was only about fifty-five years ago. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Matter of fact, it was closer to sixty years ago. Yeah. Because I was a very young guy. But he, one thing I will tell you in North Minneapolis, you talk about, oh, it's a rough area and it's tough and blah blah blah. The mothers and fathers of those families, after my father was institutionalized and my mother was always working because she had oh, to pay yeah, the bills, every one of my friend's parents stepped up and said, hey, Tom, you ever need anything, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll help you out. Yeah. Every one of my friend's parents yeah. did that. Pretty damn cool when you look at it. Well, I think we need more of that today because yeah. the, yeah,
0: the bottom be. line is, you know, we've become isolationist when we should be looking at, you know, the whole tribe, the whole families and extended families helping out, right? Yeah.
2: Yep. And, uh, and support emotionally and, 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 and financially. No doubt about it. All right, we've got to take that break. We'll be right back in about four or five minutes and kick off the family show. Tim Laurent, our very special guest. We're going to be talking a lot of pickleball. Oh, yeah. Which is a good th- You play pickleball? No, but I need to start. You Nothing do need like to start. Yeah. It is fun.
7: We're also going to have Tim Lemur on. Oh, Tim Lammers? Yes. Tim Lemur. Is that like well, Dorothy Lamour? He's, you
2: know, he's French. French. Oh, he's
0: French. Yeah, Laurent well, There you well, go. We'll, we'll we go, go. go with uh, Tim
2: Laurent. Oh, they did go through. I told him Guy Laurent. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't tell you that story? Okay, no. we'll close. We'll I will close, yeah. Guy Laurent and and <laughs> I are in the same. We're at Jordan Junior High School now over okay. in North Minneapolis. And the teacher's going through the the list. Tom Bernard here. Uh, Ken Anderson <laughs> Here. Guy Lerand He called him Guy. <laughs>
7: and everybody in the class was like, What? <laughs> I say
2: Guy Laurent. Mm-hmm. I, I had never heard, because we went to St. Anne's with him for yeah. a, a couple of years, and I never knew your name was Guy Laurent, but I, now I do. Now I do.
0: Right. Well, if I ever want to charge extra, I say, Coach Laurent does yeah, not take Leron. any new
2: customers. <laughs> exactly. We'll take a break just a couple of minutes, be right back, and kick off the family right after this.